0: And welcome back to the 87th Annual West Chesterfield Cryptid Show with your hosts, Flint Gatesman and Delbert Ketchum.
1: Welcome back to the 87th Annual West Chesterfield Cryptid Club Freak Show.
0: It is amazing to be here. It is amazing to see all of nature's most insane abnormalities here on display today.
1: That's right, Delbert. We've got a fine selection of all kinds of crazy cryptids today. They are going to be vying for the prestigious award, the Blue Ribbon of the Westchester Field 2014 Cryptid Club Best in Show. Right
0: you are, Flint. Now, we've already finished competition for the airborne cryptids, but I'll tell you what, my favorite has and always will be the cryptids that are bound to the earth. These are the walkers, the crawlers, the slitherers, and the
1: the rollers. That's right, Delbert. It's been 20 years since a roller won the competition, and it's going to be tough competition for anyone going against any of these fair unfair cryptids oh you hit the nail on the head hate to cut you off there Delbert but we've got them coming out now here's the parade of land dwelling cryptids oh look at them they are such fine examples
0: of whatever it is they are My early days in the Cryptid Club, we called this a hobo's nightmare. Here's the first into the
1: field, the Yo-Yo-Yo Kai.
0: Like I said before, here it comes rolling down. This is just an amazing specimen. It says that the Westchester Field Cryptid Club is ready to step into the new millennium and embrace cultures from around the world, and I'm just tickled
1: shit about it here's our second contestant for the land dwellers the manticore what a fine coat of crimson this one is sporting for this competition
0: oh you couldn't be more right flint this is an amazing specimen
1: that's right there delbert next up we have the beautiful knuckle no shirt no
0: shoes no problem for this one flint the V is a beautiful spectral steed where skin need not apply. Next up, slithering its way across the field, we have the Tassel Worm. Slithers are always fun to watch, Flint. And the Tassel Worm never disappoints.
1: That's right. Even from the press box here, I can see its eyes telling everyone, y'all should leave, meow, meow, meow. And finally, we have the squonk, who's having a little trouble coming out of the gate area. Now, the squonks were disqualified
0: from competition for over 27 years following an unfortunate incident during the Second World War, which was at the time misinterpreted as critical of the war effort. But we were able to clear that up, and now the squonk is
1: a proud. Ma- oh, Uh-oh. oh, well, dear, dear me! Part of the majesty of live cryptid clubbing. You can't force a squonk. One of the. Worst things you can do to a squonk is put it on a leash and make it try and do things you want it to do. That
0: handler's going to be looking for a new job tomorrow, Flint.
1: We'll have to have someone clean up that puddle where it used to be. Yeah, that squonk melted right away. And so while we have that uh, happening, let's go down to our field correspondent, Jeff.
0: Oi, Dan. Delbert, Flint. I've got to say, I mean, back in the 70s when I was... I'm going to say when I was king of this.
1: That's right. Seven-time Cryptid Cloud champion from 1972 to 1979. Jeff, the Talking Mongoose. This is as far a group of cryptids as ever I've seen there,
0: Flint. I mean, being down here with them, these are all champions in their own right. And I've seen a lot of champions come, a lot of champions go. And these, they bring a tear to my eye. Oh, hello.
1: Back to you, Flint. And now the judge will make her examination of the fine specimens presented here. First up, she's approaching the manticore, currently. Hey, I tell you, Flint, they say lightning
0: don't strike twice. But there is a certain carelessness to her approach that
1: I feel forebodes ill. I believe she is examining the jawline and sharp teeth of the manticore. <laughs> nope! There went the hand of the judge down the manticore's throat just excellent now take a look
0: at this flat we're gonna get this on the replay watch her face you see she registers nothing these teeth are so sharp it took her a good seven seconds for her to realize her hand was gone and it was never coming back oh that is an arterial spray But good news, I mean, that squonk team can just move right on over.
1: While the judge gets that bandaged, she looks at the haunches of the knuckles. It's about silver linings, Flint. And the Nut ain't got none of them. Quite honestly, I can't tell where the haunches end and the torso begins. Yeah, nor should you. And on to the totso worm, where she's checking the fur versus scale ratio. That's right. You want thick catniss
0: scales, but soft pillowy fur. And this totsel worm has them both in spades, Flint. This is a glorious example of the
1: breed. That's right, Delbert. What an amazing specimen we have before us. And now the judge is ready to make her decision. She's calling out the knuckle of e," and the Totselvam. Oh, I could have called it, but I didn't. The top two competitors for the land, and now she'll pick the winner of those two. Who do you think it will be, Delbert? I gotta tell you, I'm putting all my money on the worm. The judge is inspecting them both. And now they're parading around the arena, and she has selected Tottenham. Tottenham is the land and winner. Sweet screaming vejeebies. I can call them all. Tottenham moves on to competition for best in show for the 2014 Westchester Field Cryptid Club contest. We'll be back in a
0: moment with more amazing cryptid action.
1: And we'll <laughs> fill in the time in between. That's right. Oh.
0: <laughs> Sweet screaming bejeebies. It's blurry photos.
1: <laughs> hey, everybody. I am David Flora. And I am the pretty show pony, David Stecco. That's right. We have been finally groomed, <laughs> we have been paraded around. Our dew claws have been pushed in, <laughs> our gums have been examined, as has our rectal regions. <laughs> yep. And this is Blurry Photos.
0: We prefer to be lifted by the neck and crotch only. <laughs> <laughs> Preferably we, at the same time. Yeah, we, we stay perfectly still.
1: <laughs> oh, we love a nice trot. Yeah. I got to tell you, I would never... What, never? No, never. What, never? Hardly ever. <laughs> <laughs> mostly never. <laughs> but de- occasionally. I hardly ever. ever, 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 ever. <laughs> uh, I would n- never th- subject my dog to that, mostly because she's a Maltese, and they look really weird uh, when they have <laughs> the long hair and they're AKC standard. You know what I mean? No. You, you don't
0: know? No. They're, they're supposed <laughs> to be like... No, no man. we're Oh. Where I come from, I'm pretty sure you get your ass
1: kicked for that. <laughs> well, that, that's where I come from, too. That's why I don't do it. No, the Maltese are supposed to have very, like, floor-length hair all over their body. Oh, they look like like little silky mops. Right, exactly. And I don't like that. I like uh, the short hair pixie cut for my dog. Mm-hmm. So Mm-hmm. Pixie cut's the king of haircuts. <laughs> she, that's what she gets, and, and she's blue ribbon in my heart. So.
0: You little beauty queen, Esmeralda.
1: <laughs> she's actually she's she's asleep here with her head on a tripod yeah, leg worry. i can't possibly end badly <laughs> i have no idea how that's comfortable at all but okay anyway she's drunk we're, we're glad that you found us uh or joined us or yeah. come back to us we're listening this
0: is part of some sort of um bet <laughs> yeah <laughs> dear public public service for a <laughs> dui <D-Y. laughs> thanks state of vermont for your help <laughs> One of the best uh partnerships we've made is with the uh state of Vermont. State of Vermont. Yeah, correct. I'll tell you what Department though, Bernie Sanders.
1: Bernie Sanders knows what he's doing. i, I our best senator, I I I put forward. Well, you guys are probably wondering what the hell we're here for. Yeah, what what are we here for? You know what? You know what we're here for? What? We're here for you. Uh
0: <laughs> and I gotta tell you, nobody nobody speak right now. Don't don't ruin this feeling I'm getting from you. Just one moment. Oh. <laughs>
1: I'll take this quick moment to to switch things up a little bit. What? Yeah. Just just uh, to throw it out there in case okay. you don't get to it for one reason or another. But I want to tell you guys that we are sponsored by Audible. Oh, com. yeah. And if you go to audibletrial.com slash, slash blurry, blurry photos, photos, you get a free audiobook of your choice when you uh, sign up. I'm selecting one tonight. Dave kept his. Yeah. He did it. He kept his. Yeah. You were not bound to anything, you get a thirty day free membership with it. You get one free audio book of your choice. Yep. And if you like it, you keep it. If you don't, you say no, thank you. But yeah. you still keep the the book, and we get a fi- high five from Audible.
0: Yep. I'm going on a vacation, and I'm going to have lots of flights, and so I'm going to get an audio book just That's for right.
1: that. And you're going to listen to the Civil War episode.
0: <laughs> and I'll listen to the Civil War episode because hopefully it'll be out by then. <laughs> oh man, it it'll be out, and uh I'm going on a family vacation taking my my 10-year-old cousin to Disney World for a week.
1: Are you really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Is your sister going to be there too? My sister's
0: going to be there. Uh fun. Yeah. We're going to we're going to melt this kid's brain. <laughs> <laughs> I I got to say unfortunately even with the beeps, I can't quite let him know what what it is would do here on yeah. account of us being filthy without ever uttering a swear. <laughs>
1: That's a thing, man. We should be taught in the classroom, yeah. but we shouldn't. Here's an example.
0: Bone hole. There's no swears there. You can't say that to a 10-year-old. I would. Well, that's why you're not allowed to live near schools. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I wish you'd quit bringing that up on the podcast. So, yeah. That's that's what... <laughs> I will be listening to... Uh, well, that's be, fun. Yeah, it's going to be a hoot. I'm excited about it.
1: I'll, I'll stay here and work. <laughs> oh. But you need it. You need a break. Uh... <laughs> We, but that's not why you're here you're not no. here to listen to us uh look
0: you I mean, you're here to listen to us but not this part of us
1: <laughs> this you is do, you this. don't want to dig too deep you're not you're not greedy little <laughs> no dwarves one wants to
0: know how a hooker's day went let's just get to why we're here
1: <laughs> blurry photos the hooker of podcasts that's right all right <laughs> I won't ask you your name because I know it's whatever I want it to be. So oh, <laughs> tonight we're talking about hellhounds.
0: <laughs> tonight on Blurry Photos, hellhounds. <laughs> Are you safe? <laughs> no, we 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 we've already we that's trademarked to another in yeah. the Blurry Photos family of horse podcasts. <laughs> I really I really enjoyed. Was it uh, was it Emerson? Who wrote in that had that long list of all the weird (laughs) podcasts and sub-podcasts and sidecasts. Oh, Emerson, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was kind of hilarious to, like, have that listed out. Oh, man. Good grief. We have have what you call a sociopath's memory, so we really just (laughs) think of the most recent kill. And it keeps us from the crushing weight
1: of our own crimes. Yeah. That's exactly it. <laughs> that's exactly it tonight we're talking about hellhounds or heck hounds if the children are listening oh get f- it hellhounds Whoa. and uh, <laughs> and this is uh uh part three of our four part uh, blurry photo where ah! and duck We're talking about Hellhounds. This is a fun subject for blurry photober, I think. Oh, it's perfect.
0: The hounds of hell. It gets into a lot of great weird goofy ass territory too. It
1: does. And uh, when when we opened up the the treasure chest, there was a lot of uh booty in in there. Mm-hmm. Now, you may be familiar with Hellhounds from Vincent Price's
0: uh spoken word uh bridge from Thriller. <laughs> Must stand and face the hounds
1: of hell
0: and rot
1: inside a corpse's shell. MVP goes to your phone. <laughs> making <laughs> making right. that well, ding. Well, you're a popular dude. You're Banco Popular. So. That
0: was me getting um, a high five from someone going, yeah, wait, wait a.
1: Yeah, hey, I haven't heard enough of Vincent Price on the podcast. <laughs> exactly. Vincent <laughs> Price. Mm.
0: Um, I, I, know we, we like to occasionally talk about other podcasts, but, uh, and I may have mentioned this before, but, uh, Harmontown, Dan Harmon's podcast, one of my favorites. And not only does he, there's this running joke about the spoken word rap break, but he does like this really great, terrible Vincent Price impersonation <laughs> where he does a freestyle rap and then he gets the bridge and he goes, spiders delight in a Corpse's cocktail, a thousand demons simmering. <laughs> just—it's the phrase "spiders' delights." <laughs> <Spider-y-delight>.
1: <laughs> uh, I, you know what? I'll—I'll—I will—I will take one more moment to uh, uh, high-five the the boys at Fairpoint Podcast. Oh yes, go listen. We are on their part two of their Guy Fox uh, Halloween special escapades.
0: Yeah, y'all like radio plays?
1: They do a whole novella. Starting with the first episode of of their scare point of October. and then we continue it in in episode two. You. Uh, in particular, have a starring role. Oh, look who's a media darling. So, uh, go listen to to Fairpoint, and uh, don't like their page like ours, because <laughs> we... <laughs> yeah! <laughs> we are still at war. But anyways, f- all that. It's time for hellhounds. Yeah. We're buckling down, or that else counts. this is going to become number stations. Uh, we're going to talk about what hellhounds are, what kind of history they have, what are some examples of hellhounds, and <laughs> do we have a bunch of Suckers. It's uh, time for you to stand and face the hounds <laughs> of hair. And then, then we might even talk about explanations if we have time. But here's an overview <laughs> Maybe. Uh, of Harold hounds. Dogs are prevalent in mythology, folklore, and fiction throughout the world. Wouldn't you say? Oh, I would. One type of particularly fearsome canine, however, shares traits and characteristics among cultures the hellhound. Yes also known as black dog, devil dog, doom dog, bearer of death, or any of a number of colloquial terms. Oh, yeah. Hellhounds are described as large, jet black dogs with glowing eyes, sometimes red, sometimes yellow. They move with supernatural speed and have unnatural strength. Many are described as being ghost-like in appearance. Some have a terrible odor, not unlike brimstone. Yep. Stinky dog. (laughs) (laughs) In cultures that associate fire with the afterlife, they may have fire-based abilities and perhaps wreaths of flames around their bodies. So they're susceptible to water and ice spells. You would think. You would hope. You would hope. You would guess. Interestingly, despite its menacing appearance... There are less stories of them causing physical damage than of them just being foreboding.
0: Yeah, I think uh, most of the things that I saw. I mean, there was a few stories about people being like torn asunder or hunted mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. the by the hounds of hell. Depending on culture, maybe. Right, right, it, but th- for the most part, it's that that you saw the hellhound yeah. and it saw you, and then it just, and it waved at you, and the baby waved. Yeah, and- <laughs> but no, that but that it, that it is it, it is this. This dark, ominous, what's the word I'm looking for, omen?
1: Yeah, uh, omen is good, a portent. Portent. Was that in Harry Potter? Did he see a big black y- dog? Yeah, uh, the Grim. Yeah. Yeah, which that'll come back. We'll, we'll get back to that. A common thought is that to see one <laughs> or even hearing one's howl.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: you guys will love this. <laughs> to see one or hearing one's howl was a bad omen. Uh, Even being a sign of imminent death. Boogity, boogity. Some stories say a person has to look into its glowing eyes three times. Once, twice, thrice before death takes them. Really? Uh, Really. If not heralds of death, hellhounds might be found guarding an entrance to the underworld or spirit realm. Cerebrus. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, And in some cases, they are collectors of souls. Sold to the devil. Whoa. Like Ezzy, Like your dog. Yep. She's a soul collector. She'll get them. She'll...
0: <laughs> she she you bit. She's she get, she getting that devil money for all them souls. <laughs> she
1: ain't sharing it. I'll tell you that. She can buy some boots. <laughs> <laughs> she hates boots. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the history of these damned old things. <laughs> these crazy old puppets. The dog... Has a long history in many cultures of being a constant companion, a guardian, and a guide to humanity. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not every culture shares this view, however. Judaic and Islamic cultures tend to view the dog as unclean, uh, as scavengers, as companions of sorcerers, blasphemers, and fornicators.
0: The hellhound or canine Sinestro is always been the best friend of the fornicator. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I have one. Canis
1: Sinestro, (laughs) the left-handed dog. (laughs) Wow. Eat that, Mark (laughs) Soloff. Yeah. Uh, Dogs have featured heavily in mythology and often have a connection to the underworld. Yep. In Egyptian mythology, Anubis, the jackal-headed god, was guardian of tombs, patron of embalming, and conducted the dead into the judgment halls of Amenti, better known as Duat, the realm of the dead.
0: Yeah, I bet you a lot of listeners were like, "Does he mean Duat?"
1: Yeah, Amenti. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe Duat. <laughs> Sorry.
0: You, you you gonna you gonna cross over? Come on,
1: Duat, Duat, you guys. <laughs> Just do it. Nike, Nike embalming wear. Just oh, do it. Boom. And it's burned. That's yeah. why I didn't write it down, because I knew we were going to yeah. burn it. Psychopomp is is that term. That is, that Isn't is, that what William Gibson writes? Uh, <laughs> that's the term for... A a creature of of mythology or, 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 you know, a cultural uh, icon that conducts souls into the afterlife. Really? They lead them into the next world. Psychopomp and circumstance. Psychopomp. Stop burning
0: your puns. That's a fun word, though. Psychopomp. Let's put that on the list right up next to eschatology.
1: Eschatology, psychopomp. Yeah, we're going to get you guys good Scrabble scores if we have anything to say about it. You guys are gonna roll the Scrabble tables, yeah. You are listeners delight as
0: Scrabble scores sore. Psycho pump and spiders <laughs> wings. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> oh, hellhounds. Um, dogs were venerated in Zoroastrianism. They were faithful and wise, and spirit dogs could be invoked to accompany a soul to the afterlife. I expecto that Patronum. Okay. And in ancient Indian tradition, Yama, the Vedic god of the dead, had two ferocious four-eyed dogs. as Ew. Yeah, as scouts and messengers, searching the world for those about to die. Wow, I mean...
0: For those about to die!
1: I don't know what... We, we come for you! <laughs>
0: so... <laughs> uh... <laughs> badger sound
1: <laughs> we don't have a we don't have one for that i, I, I just wait. do it i just do it fresh every time uh, so like beetlejuice we'll just do it beetlejuice that's
0: a great movie i, might, I, I gotta watch that i'm gonna watch that tonight while i pack <laughs> now w- this is uh, and we're we're gonna mention this a million times so Get used to that idea. Um, This is kind of like when we talked about uh, reptiles, dragons, serpents. This is one of those those kind of strangely inexplicable things that shows up in so many disparate cultures. This, this, I agree. this idea of the, of the dog as either the guide to the other side or, or, or being, guardian, yeah, it, it, and it's and it's always that that crossing over process. It's always it's either the harbinger of death or it's the the facilitator of the soul's exit, and that, I think that's really fascinating. And I mean, do you think? I mean, do you think that that's because? Mankind, you know, has been so associated with dogs once the the domestication process that they were required part. They were a needed ally.
1: Do you do you think that's where that comes from? That's a very good question. I I'm not sure. The dog is a creature that has been a companion to mankind for uh, thousands of years, and we're talking between seven and eight thousand BCE is when domesticated dogs. Came into being,
0: culminating in society's greatest canine friend. That would be
1: George Clinton's atomic dog. Well, bow wow wow yippee yippee yay! Bow wow yippee yo yippee oh, yay! That's what you say. Uh, mine is right down here, though. Oh, <laughs> we've taken a wolf and we've made it eight pounds. <laughs> yeah, you got you got wolf in you, Azzy. She's fierce. She's pretty fierce, man. You yeah. know it. She's she's tried to destroy your Oh, no, we have, her on, we have her on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Remember asking her political questions? Oh, yeah. I remember she hates uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda. <laughs> she lost her damn mind. That was great. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting. For some reason, it doesn't strike as big a chord with me as does the reptilian or the dragon crossing cultures that way. Right. Maybe because the dog isn't as fantastical. I don't mm-hmm. know. You know? That... To be that fantastic and to permeate all those cultures to me is more striking than than a dog uh, permeating all the cultures. See for me, uh, it's the mundanity of the dog that makes it interesting. It makes mm-hmm. me
0: think that there's something there. it's it's that 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 it's normal enough that your eye slides off of it a little bit and that's the thing that makes me want to watch it all the more.
1: Yeah, well. Two inches own <laughs> It's kinda it like, is It's kind of like it's
0: like way more fun to stare at a girl's ass when she's got those yoga pants. And it's like you can almost see through them. But like if a girl just had like I don't know like short shorts on, it's like you wouldn't even stare as much because it's like this part of you It's like trying to see more. You know, it's like you. It's like you got to do the work. It's like you're in, you're like in a tug of war with you in the yoga pants, and it's like here I am earning it. I'm doing the job. I gotta see this but like if it's just regular pants you're like well I mean what you, what you get what am I supposed to do you told me you dictated the terms of this arrangement but yoga pants this is open negotiations you got you got your two sides you're choosing this, the kind of table you got a whole bunch of delegates everyone's got reams of paper and you're working it out you're working it out what do you offer what is my camera offer how much can I see I'd like to see everything yoga pants like whoa buddy put on the brakes I'm gonna vote you see nothing and you just gotta work it out.
1: Well, I, I heard <laughs> reams of paper, and I can't help uh, sticking my nose in everyone's business here.
0: <laughs> I don't. Uh, I, I can't imagine that's gonna get to make it in because it's just me. we we'll ramb- see.
1: We'll see how the just me rambling. We'll see how the timing works.
0: <laughs> About the great yoga pants negotiation.
1: <laughs> I'll tell you this: yoga pants less than short shorts less. Less what? Less than. The the sign. Less than. You would rather see short shorts than yoga pants? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. What other culture are we going to talk about? Hey, uh, Norse mythology. Oh, man. Oh, we, I
0: love the Norths. We're going to wrap up in this blanket.
1: Uh, two large wolves, Gary and Frecky, sit by Odin and may have helped the ravens Hugin and Munin on their daily scouting missions. Yeah. Uh, Their names both roughly mean Greedy or Ravenous. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Gary and Fricky. The uh, granddaddy of all hellhounds, though, is Cerberus. That's right, the three-headed murder tyrant. Greek mythology, three-headed dog who guards the entrance to Hades. Charged with keeping the living out, he fulfilled this task, but for three exceptions. One, Harry Hamlin. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Two, Harry Potter. <laughs> and three, Harry Diamond from down at the 7-Eleven, who sold me those taquitos last night. Damn you, Harry <laughs> Diamond!
0: <laughs> the third one was Harry Carey. Harry Carey.
1: Hey! hey. Cyrus! I don't think I'd like a dog that could lick
0: me with three heads simultaneously. The only dog that I like is one that comes from the ballpark. Did you ever see a dog with three heads gone in the afterlife? That's crazy. I know I have. I hated it. It was like a terrible nightmare or something. But I was already dead, so what am I going to do?
1: Here's a secret for you. If you ever want to do an impression, just do it the way that somebody else does it. (laughs) Yeah. And you're golden. That's right. (laughs) That's how I live my life. Here are the the three guys that made it past Cerberus who were alive. Orpheus, Aeneas, and Odysseus. Not Perseus? Not? No, not Perseus. Perseus was the Medusa guy. Yeah, but that was a documentary with Harry Hamlin. Right. I'm pretty sure he killed Cerberus. So, you know what? That was a two-headed dog. Was it? I think shit. I'm going to have to go back and watch it, but yeah. I think it was two, which in that case would be Cerberus's uh brother Orthus, which lived on the island of the Cyclops, which oh. Hercules ended up killing. It's dangerous to be different back then. <laughs> it's dangerous to be Greek. Yeah. It's dangerous to dip your toe in Greek mythology, too. Oh. Cause your toe comes back shriveled and stupid. <laughs> um, many descriptions include black fur for Cerberus, a serpent tail, and red flaming eyes. Red eyes again. Red ass flames. Hail. Carrying on, or perhaps sparking, the fearsome view of otherworldly dogs is the infamous account of the black shuck In Suffolk, England, 1577. The old black shuck. Black shuck. A huge black canine the size of a donkey was said to have busted through the doors of Holy Trinity Church in Blytheburg and crashed through the doors on the other side, killing a man and child and causing a steeple to fall in the process. What a bastard. Yeah, that dog was was a son of a bitch. Black shuck. Can you dig it? It then ran to St. Mary's Church in Bungay, and the Uh the encounter was described thusly by Reverend Abraham Fleming.
0: This black dog, or the drivel in such a likeness, God he knoweth all who worketh all, running along down the body of the church with great swiftness... In incredible haste among the people in a visible form and shape passed between two persons. And as they were kneeling upon their knees, uh, occupied in prayers, it seemed, around the necks of them both uh, at once instant clained backward in so much that even at a moment <laughs> they were kneeled, they strangled died. That's Middle English. It kind of, kind of sounds like a low-grade penalty
1: box. It really does. I, I I have to believe, though, that we really play up the extra vowels and, and syllables in, oh, yeah. in Middle English and Old English, uh, when in reality... I'm sure, it's, I'm sure it's phonetically just, it's... Yeah, we, we just talk the same. Anyway, that's the account from old Abraham Fleming. It's said to be a demon or the devil himself. And commonly haunts the salt marshes, forests, crossroads, graveyards, and coasts of East Anglia, or as I like to call it, everywhere. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, uh, Spooky places? (laughs) Uh, In Suffolk and Norfolk, uh, to have it follow you on the road augurs sickness or death. What? What? I don't know how you can auger death, but you the dr- black shuck does. Oh, yeah,
0: dude. He's always shucking. <laughs> Shucks Sh- be shucking. shucker's going to shuck. In, uh, <laughs> Mother shucker.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. In Essex, however, it is a guardian of travelers, which is interesting uh, as it contrasts with the common hellhound perception. And that'll come back later, actually. Yeah.
0: This guy's bucking the trend. He's like, I'm going to be be my own hellhound. Now, you can't tell me how to hellhound.
1: Shut the shuck up. I'm going to hound how I hound. (laughs) Uh, Black dogs are a big part of British folklore. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, either menacing travelers or protecting them. It depends on the region. They are generally assumed to be spectral. (laughs) There should be some sort of map map. Probably probably is. You know what? If there's not, make one. Okay. They are generally assumed to be spectral, but can turn physically vicious if challenged. So don't get all up in a, a hellhound's face, yo. No, don't challenge them. Don't be shucking with this. Eh. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, there are several legends of black dogs in England. Indeed, every county seems to have its own version which we will list some of shortly. Every county's version. Welcome to our first seven-hour <laughs> podcast. If it sounds familiar, the Black Dog Legend was the inspiration for Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's
0: The Hound of, of the Baskervilles, Baskervilles which uh, bully. Easily, easily least favorite Sherlock episode. They really f***ed that one up. I oh, hmm. Yeah, I really didn't care for that one.
1: I don't know that I remember it enough. That's they went to the like the weird underground research place. Research place, right? Okay, I don't think I minded that one. I don't know. I love all the Sherlock. I really do too. That one that was easily that's the the bottom of the the, yeah. Well, have it ranked mine, so it could be the same. Well, why haven't you, dude? I I've been I keep sending
0: I keep sending you the reminders. Hey, don't forget to rank your your Sherlock episodes.
1: (laughs) Well. When you re- reply to my Lost Girl episode.
0: Listen, dude, when something's important, you make time, like ranking. <laughs> uh, that's why that's
1: why it took so long for Civil War to come out. Oh, nice. <laughs> Moving on. Let's go through some examples. Oh, yeah. Let's, these, these have the best names. And for this, we are going to take a trip with you, dear listener, for we are bringing you
0: Hounds, Hounds Around. What?
1: World.
0: World. Yeah, sorry <laughs> I didn't let go when I should have. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're starting out in the British Isles. I you know what
0: you're gonna get at the in the British Isles? What are we gonna get? A bar guest bar guest. Oh but I mean come on, do you really think that's the only way to pronounce that? I don't good. because <laughs> it's also the bar guest. The Bargest, the Bogest, the Burgest, or the BarQuest. Oh, yeah. That's the video game based on chasing a dog.
1: That's what I do every Saturday, actually. Yeah, see? Go on my own BarQuest. World of BarQuest. Yorkshire, England. A huge black mastiff wrapped in or dragging chains, appearing at the death of a famous person, followed by all the dogs of the region, all howling. I would love to see a giant black dog dragging chains. Followed but, by a ton of dogs howling. Yeah,
0: I I mean I want to see it if I knew it was supernatural, otherwise it's just really sad. Like we <laughs> f- put those chains on that dog. Yeah. Uh
1: also known as Padfoot, Gy Grim, Striker, and in Wales. Say it, pronounce it perfectly, or I'll
0: fing kill you. <laughs> Give one shot, Flora. Gwiltgi. Mm, Gwiltgi. I'll, I'll let it pass. <laughs> sounds like a mogwai name to me same
1: thing dude how about we take a quick jaunt to devon england and the Yeth hound which is too easy that's what that is <laughs> it's too easy a headless black dog maybe the spirit of an unbaptized child which wails in the forest at night didn't we already cover unbaptized children what happens to them dude lots of stuff happens to them yeah Little bastards.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, what, what about up in Scotland? Scotland you've got the coo seed. Oh yeah. Coo seed. That's a huge dog the size of a Steer. Covered in dark green air. Yeah. Having supernatural spades. Spade. Ah spade. uh, if you hear it, spectral bark. Uh oh. You best take shelter, Sonny Jim. Cause there's no surviving here in it bark three times. You hear it three times? You're scared to death, you're, you're dead. Yeah dead. You bet. Choose dude.
1: How about uh we fly on down to Wales?
0: Why? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh take a look at the Coon Anun. This is these are spectral hounds of Anun, the Welsh Otherworld. White with red ears, they pursue wrongdoers to take them to the other world. Their growling is loudest when they are farthest away. Weird. Mm and it also pretends death it's likened unto the wild hunt which we have talked about before and we oh, yeah. will refresh you on shortly they are also known as gabriel hounds in england really mm-hmm. i haven't heard that stay tuned bitch <laughs> <laughs> your
0: ignorance disappoints me
1: <laughs> and then rounding out our british isles again we are this is a very incomprehensive list we are giving you some highlights there are a ton of these things. If we everywhere. left out
0: your favorite spectral dog, we apologize.
1: Yeah. And let us know. Dartmoor, England, the devil's dandy dogs. <laughs> Hello boys. A pack of fire breathing, fire eyed hounds led by the devil himself on stormy nights, get in their way and be torn to pieces, dude. That's how dogs work, but prayer can turn them aside. Also likened into the wild hunt,
0: what do we what do we what do we call that in the Halloween thing? It's like the religious fire hose that pushes them away, constant <laughs> prayer,
1: oh yeah, is that history of Halloween mm mm-hmm. God, that was a long time ago
0: I know I, I was listening to him uh, the other weekend, I was just nerding out and was like, oh, I'll just listen to yeah me because I'm a narcissistic <laughs> lunatic.
1: What what, would I listen to today? How about me?
0: I'm not making nearly enough sounds here by myself, (laughs) but I could fake it if I just had a recording of me and my friend David Flora. (laughs) Oh! An hour
1: with your ex? Now that's different.
0: (laughs) That's different. Matt Levins, okay. okay. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, These are also known as whist hounds. Devil's dandy dogs. Whist (laughs) hounds. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, let's uh, let's jump over to Scandinavia and the Germanic regions, and let's tell you let's let's give you a quick refresher on the wild hunt. Originally, this is uh, this uh, Germanic. This comes out of uh, Germanic folklore. Wait, what? What kind of folklore? Uh, Germanic. Uh,
0: Germanic. Yeah, because that's that's a super German thing. The wild hunt. Humans
1: being torn apart by dogs. This, uh, I think, what did we talk? When did we talk about this? Uh, Yule? Probably. I think it was Yule that we talked
0: about. Not that I have a log. I don't have a log. mean, not in the way you think I said I had a log. Oh, first of the season. I'm going <laughs> to say it another million times.
1: This is a phantasmal group of huntsmen with the accoutrements of hunting with horses and hounds in mad pursuit across the skies or along the ground or just above
0: it. So it's like a like a version of the Ghost Riders in the Sky.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Or the Ghost version, uh, or version
0: of
1: this. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Seeing the wild hunt was thought to presage some catastrophic events, such as war or plague, or at best. The death of the one who witnessed it.
0: Yeah. So, okay. Best.
1: What happens? You die.
0: What happens if you see the wild hunt and they're chasing the Mothman? How are you? How bad is something about to go? (laughs) (laughs) Hmm.
1: Pretty bad, dude. Pretty bad. And man, we could get real philosophical on this. We could get deep on that ass, but we're not (laughs) going to. We're not going to. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Save it.
0: Save it for later. (laughs) Our talk runs deep. So deep. Put the listeners to sleep.
1: <laughs> uh, we're sticking with dogs, sticking with dogs. Um, in the wake of a passing storm with which the hunt was often identified, a black dog would be found upon a neighboring hearth. To remove it, it would need to be exercised similar to the custom for removing changelings. However, if it could not be removed by trickery.
0: Wait, was that the white hot? Was that the poker down the throat? Uh, oh maybe yeah with the baby with and the baby you, you, yeah. bo- you boil eggshells and then it's like what's all what, what what this but the dog couldn't ask in the first place so how do you know when to shove the <laughs> poker in
1: hmm. Hmm. you
0: know i gotta be honest i don't think they thought through some of these remedies
1: <laughs> if uh if it couldn't be removed by trickery however you do it mm-hmm. it must be kept for a whole year and carefully tended wow <laughs> yeah pretty well, silly
0: that's uh, that's how you adopt a dog. That's called fostering.
1: <laughs> yeah. And you let it go. Yep. And now, Dave, we move into the Norse region of the podcast. Well, it's not that we already had, like, forever ago. <laughs> Are you lying to me? Now, now we're buried in it. Finrear. Oh, Yes. The gigantic wolf, the offspring of Loki, father of the wolves, Skoll and Hati, who chase the sun and moon across the sky. During Ragnarok, Skoll and Hati will eat the sun and moon, and Finrir will break free from his chains, which the gods have chained him up uh, with, and Cruel. wreak havoc on the world, killing Odin before being killed by Odin's son, Vidar. Wow. Finrir is a badass. Yeah. Finre Do not is a mess badass. with finrir You should have a sign in your home. <laughs> Do not mess with Finrear. <laughs> Gigantic wolf.
0: Yeah. What was the name of the wolf from um the never ending story? The the flying guy? No, that was Falcor. Yeah. No, like the bad guy. The the, I don't the remember. wolf that was chasing him I need the, to watch that. I haven't watched that since the eighties. Fun fact the bully that picks on him is Jack Black.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, Atreyu. I hope your knowledge didn't betray you. <laughs> Jesus. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Real proud of that, baby. I just shut out. <laughs> <laughs> Look at
0: it, everybody. Look at it. Finrear. Uh... Wait, wait, wait. Okay. But it's The NeverEnding Story 3.
1: Oh, three
0: that never mind that wow. doesn't count at all sorry dude jack black was also in a in a commercial for um adventure by atari
1: i don't care um oh. <laughs> <laughs> i got atari when it was uh not cool to have atari which means i bought a bunch of shit at big lots and Pick by me up. buying it i mean my parents buying it nice finrear also known as a warg Whoa, where have you heard warg before, Dave?
0: By J R R R R R R R R R Martin Tolkien.
1: That's <laughs> right, that's right. Huge, uh, huge wolf, right? Yep, bad news. So big, so bad, bad. News such news, bad news, wolves. Yeah, uh, then still staying in uh Norse mythology, Garm or Garmer. And I'm Garm. 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 is the blood-stained watchdog who guards the gates of hell. Hell. Ever heard of this? With one L. You get some of hell. this
0: hell, Paul? Hell. You, do anything? you go downtown, you, you buy some of this hell for the
1: weekend, Paul? Hell, Dave. Hell. <laughs> hell. <laughs> I'm never get uh, tired of that. His howling heralds the coming of Ragnarok. Garm, also known as Surma in Finland, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. To our Finnish listeners, all one of you, yeah. And thank you for listening, by the way. Guten splord. Go back to our cryptic contest and find the heesi. Yeah, I sp- <laughs> I speak perfect Finnish. Finnish, fluent in it. But Garm, though gar uh, hell, uh, hell is hell is the region and also the goddess that that guards it. <laughs> that the hell's is over, coming with him. Over it,
0: hell one L. Yeah, but uh, Mr. Floor, I have, the, I have the questions for you. Yeah, I'm so bored by this because uh, you are speaking of the Finlands and the Scansers It's It's uh, Do you have any things that's more charming that I could be appreciate? Perhaps maybe uh, some swatch watches that are on top of a snake that looks weird. or is it Maybe the snake can read your mind or something, <laughs> but it's got the swatch watches
1: on it. Nein, we have no thought
0: about it. Oh, this toy is already making me so tired and bored.
1: <laughs> we have a nice selection of hudengeschnitzels. If
0: oh, hudengeschnitzel. Like Danke.
1: We have...
0: I really shouldn't. I'm putting on too much weight. But the good, well-made hudengeschnitzel
1: <laughs> is... Oh, we have a hund for you. So.
0: Oh, well, what is the name
1: of this hund? This name is Alfaka. Alfaka. Alfaka.
0: Alfaka.
1: Alfaka. Guten Tag,
0: Alfaka. Wie geht es uh,
1: Alfaka from Germany, gigantic demon dog which preys on unwary travelers by leaping upon them and growing heavier and heavier until the person is crushed. Or, if that doesn't work, Standing on its hind legs and growing until it can reach the person's throat and tear it out. Yeesh. Quick question, Flora. Mm, you okay? We have a really good opportunity here to really calibrate the
0: podcast. So, you know, let's just see how far we get with this, Flora. Alfaka. Alfaka. Alf***er. 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 Alfaka. So so which ones of those are you going to beat? This is a really good opportunity for us to really, you know, it was like a yes, no. Which ones of those get beeped and which ones don't? You are
1: such an -er. (laughs) (laughs) outf***er.
0: Woo! And we have to be sure, Flora. We have to know where the line yeah, is. Yeah, we
1: all do. <laughs> so say we all. <laughs> uh, uh, the Alphaca attacks at night, but if the victim can survive until the morning, they may get free. And that's that's enough of that one.
0: That's like that dollar-in-your-pocket superpower. <laughs> uh, if the victim survives, they may what. survive. Dollar. Do-
1: Dollar in the pocket pocket is becoming a, a gold standard of, yeah. of uh the podcast right now. Uh let's jump over to Belgium. Um how good is your best Belgian accent? I, I I
0: I don't have one. It sounds weird. Can we get a quick can we get a Belgian in here? Do we even know any Belgians? I don't think i do. Not even nah.
1: one. None that are awake, anyway. <laughs> oh, that's right.
0: <laughs> Our Belgian's asleep.
1: <laughs> what about the Clued? Clueda. Uh This is a giant dog that attacked travelers at night. They they do not like the light. Uh, its head had a blue flame around it, and it had a growing ability like the Alfhaka. Oh,
0: that one made it through, huh?
1: <laughs> but unlike the Alfhaka...
0: The oh f- the all unlike the all
1: you're just doing this because you're at Disney right now. That's right. And you don't give a oh sh- <laughs> <No>, I always
0: <laughs> give a sh. It's also got a second name, the Oshart. Yeah. yeah. So it's like an Oshart itself. <laughs> uh,
1: a lot of these, you guys, friends and lovers, a lot of a lot of the same thing with different names in uh, the regions.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and these regions aren't, like, hugely far from each no, other. No, they're so not. That makes, I mean, it's, it makes sense. Now, everyone, climb aboard this this completely wonderful commercial aircraft where smoking is totally legit as we fly to Asia. How about uh, the Tian Ku? It's from China, and China. it's a huge celestial dog with a tail like a comet. And it comes to Earth looking for kids to eat. Yay. And if it couldn't find a child, sure, I'll eat your liver.
1: Yep. Got an adult. Got a liver. It needs that liver. A lot of essential oils. Yeah. Also, hunt at night there. Yeah. You know what? What? Asia, very big on the dog as guardian. Yeah. Not so much as the the dog as a biester.
0: That everyone's very familiar with, the big Mm -hmm. sculptural guardian dog.
1: Yeah, a lot of, lot of guardian dogs in, in Asia. Mm-hmm. Good good dogs. Good. Good dogs. Sit. Good.
0: What if we went to America? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Go back
1: and listen to El Dorado. <laughs> El Dorito. Uh, the Americas, I'm, I'm lumping them together, but we're going to start in Mexico. Lump them. With the Cadejo. Who are you calling Cadejo? Your mama usually appears in the form of <laughs> in the form of a large and i mean up to the size of a cow shaggy dog with burning red eyes and a goat's hooves that's a new one yeah appears to travelers when dave when when do you think this thing comes out because it's midnight
0: it's got a heart of a lion and the
1: wings of a bat because it's midnight that that's was, correct.
0: That's an actual song by Limousine. I believe you. Okay.
1: At first, I thought you were a TJ. But but, nope. I'm not dedicating this one to Lead Belly. Comes out at night, and apparently this one comes in two models for you, Dave. Oh. Yeah, a white one and a black one.
0: Oh, and one of them's... <laughs> the
1: white one... Uh, they come in yes and no varieties. White mm-hmm. one will help you. Black one will hurt you. Speaking to the cajero, speaking to it, talking to it will also induce insanity in you or the dog. In you. Oh, so that like just blabbering at it's not like a good defense. I mean, don't don't be like que pasa, amigo, because you're gonna be like loco. Wow, wow!
0: I really enjoyed that. Okay, well, what if we just stayed in Mexico and checked out the shalatel? Let's do it. This Mother Hubbard uh, is a god associated with lightning, fire, sickness, deformities, and death. Everything. Jesus. Not Jesus. Not not at all. Not even close. But I mean, I can believe it because this thing is the shalottle, and we tried chocolate.
1: Oh, gosh. That was. That was death. That was just terrible. That was death. It's the twin of Quetzalcoatl and appearing. Hitting the bottle. Hitting the bottle. It appears as a hairless dog and it guards the sun when it went through the underworld at night. Hmm. Another guardian yeah. in the underworld. A dog.
0: Well, that's what they do.
1: They're guardian dogs. Um gonna guard.
0: Um, what else we got? How about the Calchona of Chile? Chile! That is a dog with a long goat-like fleece and a tangled beard, and Aww. it scares travelers, but he just wants food. When does Come he on. scare them?
1: At night, Eww. presumably. <laughs> Dogs at night. What do you got, Fleuribah? Uh I'm going to jump all the way north, and I'm talking all the way north, in Inuit mythology. What? We've got the Amarok which is a gigantic wolf said to hunt down and devour anyone foolish enough to hunt alone at night. Yeah, hey, that makes sense. It's similar to the Keelot, uh, which is a hairless dog, and the Wahila, which is a wolf-like cryptid. Notice I'm saying cryptid and not a creature from mythology. Mm-hmm. And the Suslika, which is an Alaskan uh, version.
0: Suslika. so Slika
1: alfaka so alfaka like, uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and and rounding out our our trip around the globe what else we got the key yeah. also inuit mm-hmm. this mother hubbard is a bald dog spirit it's got hair on his ears feet mouth and tail at tip but nowhere else it's like a kind of like where where a lion has its mane really mm-hmm. i guess it's huge uh, and scary, and it makes spooky sounds. It's all like...
1: <gasps> oh, it's scared of sounds, actually. Oh, I, th- I, I misread that. It's, it's real it's real scary to look at, but if you're like... <laughs> then it's like... <gasps> oh, I thought it made scary sounds,
0: so it would like, creep up and be like... <gasps> Spiders delight,
1: <laughs> children terror. No. no, actually, it creeps up and it's like... will, <laughs> well... well. Oh man! Look at that buttocks. Ugh. So, um, that's a that's a trip around the world. Hounds make your way to
0: customs, declare everything, and don't tell them if you put anything up. You're about to smuggle mm-hmm,
1: it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dave, is there anything you think these things could actually be besides just folk tales?
0: I, I, you know what I think it is. I think that the reason why there's so much homogeneity here is I think that dogs have been a part of our culture for such a long time mm-hmm. that. That we we incorporate them on a level that we don't with other animals. You know, other animals have. I'm trying to you know think of examples. You know, like oh, they that they they have associations, but there's something to to my opinion that, that there's something much more deep with with mankind's connection with dogs, and so I think it makes sense that they they that that incorporates into our death, and I and I think that especially in a lot of cultures, you know, there was. When you died, you know, your dogs were killed with you Mm -hmm. and and I can see how that would, well, yeah, they're going to guide you in. That's what God dogs do. You know, they, they find the prey and they guide you to it. You know, that role for the living, I can see how that could easily be kind of pushed into the now for the dead category.
1: Yeah. With a description of these that, that we've thrown out there, you know, they could fall in the demon category. Oh, easily. Easily. Hoods Um, and fire. What else do you need? Oh, yeah. Uh, the alien category has been thrown out there. George Suclos sound.
0: Is such a thing even possible? Yes, it is. Uh,
1: this, to me, in in listening to a bunch of stuff, the spectral or, or uh, spooky cats that, that are talked about. <laughs> yeah. Spectral kitties. Spiders. <laughs> those... All more alien to me uh, rather than dogs. I don't know. Aliens is lower on my list. I don't know. It's you know folklore is up at the top. We don't have to necessarily explain this stuff. Right. It's all mythology, folklore, and fun to talk about whether some of this stuff happened or not. Or. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, things like the the that we talked about back in the old miscripted contest a while ago would fall under this this category probably. It's a a canine like creature and yeah, the Wahila is is a lot like that from the the Inuit and the Alaskan uh, Canadian all that territory. But I think you're right. You know, dogs have been there yeah forever yeah um, for never, 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 never and never and never and never and hopefully. In my opinion, they, they always stay there. Mm-hmm. But if you do get followed by by one of these at night, you're keep, just you're just screwed. Don't don't well,
0: pretend you have a choice.
1: Keep keep your distance. But, but it don't may look be there, like you're keeping your distance. Maybe they don't look at its eyes. Maybe they're for protection, but it may be there, may be there to uck your shit. Yeah. So we don't have advice for you <laughs> in the end. But what we do have, uh, after we wrap this up in a, a black, fiery-eyed nutshell... huh What do we have? Plodding along beside us
0: here in the dark. Our constant companion, the one who keeps us safe. Puns. So, Flora, the eternal question... Who's, who goes there? Uh, That's right. Who goes first? I'll go
1: first. Go for it. I have the Firth Dog, a black Portuguese water dog... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> ...picked up in Devon. It's the... Yes, we can, hound. Oh, God. Is that, is that
0: a Barcelona accent? <laughs> well, you See. know, there is a uh, there's a variety of dog, spectral dog, that is also a harbinger of the end of an evening of, of partying. Yeah? It's how, like, especially at a frat house, like, people who have this vision of this dog know that the good times are over.
1: It's the hurlhound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for some it just begins that's right (laughs) in Wrigleyville at 10am oh god (laughs) Uh, right, I have I have a huge dog with a powdery coat did it save a deer's life it didn't it didn't is the dog powder no okay Uh, but it guards the fridges of hell from bad odor okay it's Garmin Hammer (laughs)
0: oh that's great (laughs) all right all right i got i got one for you here do you yeah good new sponsor for the podcast who if you like encased meats and i do and you you like hot food and i do come on down to big al's devil dandy dogs (laughs) it's 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 as though it's staring at you balefully and on fire
1: that's how hot those
0: dogs are tasty (laughs) boom (laughs) Them's puns. And you know what else puns need? Because we roll like a pack, a pack mentality. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I need a whole grip of listener mail up on this.
1: Dave. Yeah. Uh, This is me. Uh, Don't look. Uh, 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 Speaking to you, Dave, Uh, specifically. Well, I
0: mean, Don Luke. I
1: mean, it's really, really nice of you to talk to me. But uh, this is a slightly more serious email. But what do I but tell But I want to thank Garcia. you for the most recent discussion of the ancient aliens theory. More to the point, television program. Oh, Don Luke,
0: if you're a fan of that show, I'll, I'll find a
1: way to work around it. It is a subject it. that I have a particularly strong feelings about. Tell me, Don Luke. As an aspiring archeologist, humanologist. Kinds- Humankind's ability to create uh, things, anything, to leave permanent traces of ourselves on the planet.
0: Uh, Wait, 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 Donnelly, did you say oncologist?
1: Archaeologist. Archaeologist, sorry. That is a capacity that I have always found very awe-inspiring. That being said, I always found the idea that people ascribe great achievements to... Harness space aliens, <laughs> a little frustrating. <laughs> but it goes a little deeper than that. What makes me downright angry is when people credit these aliens with creating every single facet of a culture. When they say that these people are primitive, uncivilized, unable to do anything to create for themselves the orientation of history that leads us to dismiss ancient peoples as unimportant. I'm physically unable to watch the ancient alias show. Oh, it's
0: because it's a shitty show. Thank you, Don Luke, and you're correct. Keep trucking. I'm not done listening to you.
1: But they do not focus on Europe or the cradle of civilization. Hell no, they wouldn't. They focus on areas that can be dismissed as unimportant to the great narrative of Western civilization. Places like Utah. Especially frustrating is the dismissal of Native American contributions. Truth. Preach, brother. I feel deeply that the ancient aliens paradigm is darnly harmful to any real appreciation we can have for other cultures, for shared history, for building bridges between cultures currently at each other's throats.
0: This is this is true, but painfully true. Don't I
1: gotta, I gotta be honest. I mean,
0: should I, should I go at least let Sergeant Garcia know that you're around? I mean, no. He kind of likes
1: you. I mean, <laughs> no. Sergeant Garcia could not understand the concept that we have in the gravity of this situation. Okay. 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 Fine. But I want to thank you guys for taking Mr. Sucurus and company to task and for consistently championing common sense while still being open-minded. Well, gracias, Don Luke. Gracias. I have to give the Siberian Valley of Death episode, as with all episodes, five men riding reindeers out of five. And to thank you for reading I give you a pawn Give them your pawn Did you hear that the History channel Has a new television show It talks about possible Extraterrestrial origins Of artificial sweeteners What's it called? Who cares what it's called It's hosted by Giorgio Succaros. He uh, Don Luke! Ha, ha. <laughs>
0: Ooh, he, he just disappeared. He's so charming. I know what Sergeant Garcia sees on him. <laughs> thank you, Don Luke. Hey, thank you, Don Luke. Can we agree wholeheartedly. Indeed. Since we're changing things up a little bit, I got a riddle for you.
1: Okay. What's another name for a lime? A lime? A lime. Oh, a lime. Mm-hmm. Um, A green lemon. A dark lemon. Shit. Motherfucker. You Sh- motherfucker. Mother- yeah, by the way, in the
0: history of, of the world, mm-hmm. the world's best motherfuckers have always been said by Joe Pesci. Yeah.
1: You motherfucker.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He, he kind of just <laughs> <laughs> said at the
1: end.
0: He's so mad. All right. Let's see what dark lemon was got to say. Love the palmistry show, yay! And especially about talking about how the state of the person at the time, rather than the future, and and it it, he, it made him wonder if it has its roots in medical examination, which I think so. I yeah. think that, I don't think there I think there was a time when there wasn't a difference. No, when there was all the it was all the same thing. Yeah, Formally most systematic examinations, I be cardiovascular, respiratory, elementary, uh, begin with a general inspection of the patient and examination of the hands. And this is, you know, even the hands are kind of missed for brevity. He says a uh, fun interjection here that when um, people die and their bodies are donated to science, the th- two things people have the biggest problems with are the face and the hands. So what, during training, they have to put covers over the heads of the corpses and also over the hands. There's something about the hands that really affect people. Hmm. It's very interesting. Uh, he goes on to say that as well as pulse rate and character, nail changes are are indicative of mineral abnormalities,
1: mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Um, liver problems, different types of tremors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and there's just a lot of other uh, pathogenic uncommon signs. Uh, um, Roth spots, Janeway lesions. You get Janeway lesions from watching too much Voyager. That's a fact.
1: are those Firefly? Man. Dark Lemon, real quick. What are... Uh, Blood spots on uh, feet and hands, like feet around the...
0: Yeah, I also get blood spots all over, usually right after chainsaw murdering.
1: Mine is usually after drinking. Oh, well, I mean... Dark lemon. Assumed. Right underneath the skin, though. It's like capillaries are busting or something. What is that? What is that?
0: Oh, yeah, we've got a question for you. Hmm, how about that?
1: Suck on that, Dark Lemon. Um, oh, and he points out that the
0: bulgy bit on the hand is not the flexor pollicis. I think it, I thought it was uh, extensor opponens, but I don't know. But rather the Fenar Eminence, which is a pretty cool name. I agree with you, Dark Lemon.
1: Is it not the Finrir opponens? <laughs>
0: but, and, and thank you, Dark Lemon. That is nitpicking, though, and not really worth the penalty box court's time. Aww. Oh, saving money for taxpayers. That's, that's right. That's right. He would decry Adam for calling out Dark Lemonade, but that would make him Adam the Cursed Man. Oh. <laughs> nice. Oh, well, pam Thanks, Two Dark Lemon. Shay.
1: Dave, we heard from listener Blinovich. Whoa. Blinovich is written in. What does he make? Why, what does he make say to us? Blinovich, not really pun make. What? but cruddy superpower. Ah, yes. Is make-benefit-glorious
0: podcast. Give to me, super spurs.
1: Blenovich not really is make-superpower, but his friend come up with. I listening. The ability to travel through time, but only to shop for fresh produce at farmer's market.
0: Lots of produce-based superpowers, you're noticing.
1: am noticing yeah. l- of late. I'm watching. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, Blinovich. Up next, Lana!
0: <laughs> Our <laughs>
1: favorite librarian.
0: Literally. Favorite librarian. Literally. 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 Turns out there's a real thing of Bigfoot erotica. I have not read any of it, but that's what I'm doing now. <laughs> I'm going to read that right away. Audible? Audible, you yeah. you listening?
1: <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, she says might not be appropriate for the uh, the library Bigfoot program, but I guess they wow. do have Fifty Shades and some Amish erotica.
1: What? Yeah,
0: a lot of mention Amish um, Yeah, Amish erotica, but you know whatever whatever we do, they they do half again. So yeah, yeah, they work hard and they play hard.
1: Cool. <clears throat> <clears throat> Mm, mm. <laughs> Everybody on. raise a barn. Bam, bam, bam. Oh.
0: Thank you Lana Thanks
1: Lana <laughs> I've heard of like cryptid erotica Oh I'm looking it up I'm I tracking think it down If you do it halfway decently You make a ton of money That's what I've heard Well then we are in the
0: cryptid erotica business Come on
1: uh, how we, can have, you not we, have, we have years
0: of institutional cryptid knowledge
1: Yep a real manticore.
0: to make, we, Yeah, we know how to make the totsel verm, totsel squirm. <laughs>
1: oh.
0: Gross. I apologize uh. for that one. But thank you, Lana.
1: <laughs> did, you, did you hear that? <sighs> okay.
0: Well, I guess I'll just. Mikey Wheels is Whoa! here. <laughs> He's right behind you. <laughs> <I> just turned <laughs> off the motor. <laughs> Mikey Wheels went Prius style.
1: <laughs> Kept it under five. Mikey, you didn't hear a Wheels. Thing. Mikey Wheels is not going to PG his story, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Literary
0: integrity is important. VGB. VGB.
1: Nice. That's all Mikey Wheels has to say. He's not going to sacrifice artistic integrity i love uh, that nor should he <laughs> not for a couple of sh- healed podcasters that's right raising raising uh, an ipa to you my Ooh, new well played uh, gong, 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 gong.
0: i'm gonna respect your decision by by continuing to make references to the GBS. <laughs> oh we got one from our prodigal son who uh bad, bad boy makes good Danny Giblets. Danny Giblets. Jesus. He, he, in honor of Blurry Fotober, he wants the EVP link.
1: You know what, Danny? I'd be happy to send you the EVP link. Uh, I sent it to a few folks mm, a couple weeks ago, I think. Uh-huh. Apparently, their site is under maintenance. Oh no! Yep, they say they're going to be back, but we've been probably keeping them running. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, I apologize to everybody who who has wanted that lately. Maybe they we can find they it are elsewhere or something. Maybe. Ugh. Yeah. But the the site that we referenced is under construction or it's MIA. It's a yeah. wall. It's it's not there right now. Hopefully, it'll be back. If it does come back, I'll be sending everybody the link or at least telling everybody hey go to that link again yeah uh if you haven't gotten a chance to listen to it but that's what's going on right now so i'm sorry yeah. i'm we'll, sorry we'll, work it out. we'll get there uh danny also wanted
0: to say that he loves the show so thank you sir well
1: and he says trying to suck up and all
0: your your lineage <laughs> this is a new danny okay he's out of the 12 step He's apologized for his
1: transgressions. He's He's realized what's happened to his father and his grandfather.
0: Yeah, he ends with a PS, RIP, Artemis Reginald giblet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you, Danny giblets. Thanks, Danny. And uh, rounding out our listener mail. Who do we have? We must turn our eyes to the skies and say, Arigato, Lunar Kitty!
1: Oh, Oh, Mish Mish Oh,
0: dude, Lunar Kitty knows how to party. Wants us to know that uh, that if we're talking, if y'all are talking about bourbon, give Eagle Rare a try. Eagle Rare, single malt Scotch, aged ten years, and uh, wasn't a fan of bourbon until a friend recommended that one uh, to her, and after that, she's uh, she's hooked on it. Eagle River, Eagle rare. rare, Eagle Rare, Eagle
1: Rare. Okay, I've never heard of it. I'm gonna track that I've down. I've never heard of
0: that either. Two things I like is new things and being drunk.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll check it out. Lunar Kitty. I'll tell you if it's good. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: hilarious. And uh, Lana clip and save. Maybe this is a a bottle worth taking to a party and not letting anybody have any of
1: right. I might try it. I got to tell you, though, if it's scotch, I'll be very unhappy. Oh No,
0: I, I think that that's the point that she tried some scotch. And I don't. Maybe, it's
1: it's similar to the Scotch. I don't know. I got bourbon. confused by that,
0: but I'm still we'll drinking see. it. I'm not we'll going to stop. You can't stop me. You don't know me. Look, you guys kind of know me at this point. Alfaka. <laughs> Alfaka. By the way, I don't even remember what podcast episode it was, but apparently I was just happily dropping n- memories of 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 my my past sexual exploits of some kind or another. Oh sure and uh received a number of text messages from my mom who was on a road trip (laughs) listening to the podcast because she's wonderful and supportive and she was like uh could you could have used sorry mom this is an honest podcast and gonna say players gonna play mama
1: player gonna play Mm. Mm. grown-ass man grown-ass i'm a (laughs) grown-ass man
0: don't ask me. He's got
1: needs. <laughs> okay, this is. I'm going to get more texts at this point. I have to stop there. Thanks everybody for writing in. We're going to get to uh, to some more. Dave is off to Disney World. That's right. I love ooh, Disney ooh, World. We shouldn't shouldn't have a hiatus. The next one in in the old uh, yeah. barrel but is. This- uh, the old ghost story episode, classic third, mm-hmm. third annual. Uh, and I'll we'll bet you there's that. a
0: couple of old ladies who might be making an appearance before the month is out. Well,
1: we we'll see. Will will we'll, we'll, we?
0: We might. Their butts are not tight. <laughs> But they do have some uh, some good ideas. And
1: we do have a bullstone in the yep. clip. Yes, we we'll do. We'll see when that, when that fires off. Kaboom. In the meantime, though, you can do us a huge solid and go to the Facebook page and like us. Yes. If you haven't yet. Go to Twitter. Follow us. Blurry underscore photos. You can go to YouTube. I'm going to try to put some more up soon, like I always say. Uh, Pin us you
0: can, on Pinterest. Just, you can, I don't know how you would do that.
1: Yeah, but especially since we
0: don't have an account. Do you have <laughs> to make an account to be pinnable?
1: I, I, I well, yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I don't know how it I, works, man. I don't. Know. I, don't I don't. Whatever. You you crank, crank a lever and you turn a swatch. It's like virtual billet, bulletin boards. You can pick what? out, out like a paint a collage chip. for all the stuff Whatever. you like. Uh, you can hit our donate button and give us some. Lure- yeah, yeah lure- I know how of. that works. Works out well. Works out well when. People don't steal your money on eBay. Well, oh, we've had some theft we'll problems. Back. We'll get it back. Yeah. And we'll get that store set up. Also, one more time, audibletrial.com slash photos. Do it, do it, do Sign it. Sign up there and you get a free audio book. You get books. We get things. And then, everybody wins. Yeah. Everybody wins. Uh, but for this episode of Blurry Photos, I have been David B.R. Guest. Be oh, our bar
0: guest, boo. Flora. Yeah, I, mean, I was gonna boo you a lot, but then I was gonna say, and I have been. David. Bow wow wow yippee yo yippee eh Bow wow yippee yo yippee eh <laughs> Stacko. Bow wow wow yippee yo yippee
1: eh Bow wow yippee yo yippee eh <laughs> Try.